We bring in the head golf coach of the Tennessee Tech Eagles, Polk Brown. Polk, glad to have you on. Thanks for having me. Uh, I was looking at your uh, bio as we go through this stuff, and you played up there for uh, Bobby Nichols. And um, just talk talk a little bit about – I'm going to start there. Start with talking about playing for uh, Bobby Nichols, a Hall of Famer there at Tennessee Tech. Oh, goodness. Coach was just a – just an awesome guy just an honor to play for him um you know when when you're 18 i mean i really i i didn't really know much about him uh going in high school because i mean i was just so unfamiliar with the recruiting process and college golf but you know getting there in 2001 and playing for five years getting to know that man it was just such a privilege to be able to to play for him and be a part of tennessee tech golf and missed him a lot and uh you know it's just crazy how fast time flies. And, you know, honestly, if he was still alive today, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. You'd probably be sitting here talking to him still because he loved it so much. Yeah. So, did, How much How much did playing for him, you, when you look back, How much did, did you think about going into coaching before then or during then? Or did he have anything to do with you going into coaching? Uh, when I was there, it never crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like... No, I never even thought about it. But when uh, I finished playing, and then um, when he when he got sick and he couldn't travel, I had a chance to take the women's team on a trip uh, shortly before he had passed, and uh, that's kind of when I got the bug. And uh, but no, I mean, I never it never really I never really thought about it up until uh, 2008, and you know, three years after that the rest is history pretty much so but i mean i learned a lot from him and you know to this day i still try to think about like i mean he's just such a good man and just saw the good in people and was always positive and i mean I, we could all be a little more positive and um i try to uh think about those kind of things when i'm you know working with these young men and women <laughs> it's interesting to me that you coached women then you end up with men and then you were doing both uh and then you're now the head coach of the men and assistant for the women. If the, if the bio is still accurate, I wanted to make sure of that, that, but talk about that dynamic a little bit and how, and how that works. Because here's the thing about golf. We, if, if you've been around co- collegiate athletics for a long time, golf was kind of something that it was the second head coaching job for somebody, or it was an assistant's job to do that, to kind of right. make, make ends meet for people. And that, and then it became, right where it was usually one head coach for both teams, and now that's starting to change where men and women are both getting their own head coach more and more across uh, college athletics. Kind of talk about that from your perspective. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, the first 10 years I had the job, I was the head coach for both, and we had an assistant coach that was the assistant for both. And um, I think three years ago now, maybe four years ago, I can't keep track anymore, we – decided to uh, split the programs back up to where uh, we had a head coach for both. When Coach passed away, they actually split the programs up to men and women, but the way the job worked then was a little bit different than it is now. And then when I took the job over in 2011, they actually put the teams back together under one coach. And and, uh, something that uh, always had hoped to do, later on or, or as soon as we could kind of split the programs back up and you know i'm thankful for mark wilson and his administration uh putting mm-hmm. the trust in myself and amanda smith to do that i mean amanda's been a godsend through our program she's she's great and one of my closest friends and just just the privilege to work with her every day and 
it's it's certainly a different dynamic going from the girls to the guys and vice versa. So you've got a lot of different personalities and you have to kind of understand what makes them tick. Cause it's certain it's, it can be different in a lot of cases. Absolutely. <clears throat> now you guys, uh, next week, you're going to invite me to go with you on your tournament, right? Uh, down there to St. Yes, we actually, yes, I have, uh, I've told the team we've, we've got to make a little room for you and, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see if they can squeeze a spot in for you down there. Just bring your rain gear. looks like we might get a little wet, but it's, it'd be all right be down there, warm, which is always a plus. Yep. Well, don't, don't take me, take, take your sports information crew down there to St. Simon. That's, that's, I've, <laughs> okay. I haven't been there a few times. That is a great place. I noticed you do a really good job. Do you do the scheduling? Because it looks like you do a really good job of strategically planning your trips. We, we do. Um, we're, we are the sole people in charge of doing that. I mean, we have to, you know, get the go ahead on you know, yeah. some of these trips because they're farther away and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, like in the spring, especially, I mean, we want to try to go a little south of Tennessee if we can. I mean, it doesn't yep. always work out that way, yep. but, um, you know, I've never been to Sea Island. So, I mean, I, I know about it and everything. So I'm excited about that, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the guys are really excited about it, looking forward to it. So, it's a it's a very historic place, very beautiful place down there, and I, I know you'll enjoy it. And then, and then I, I noticed on the schedule, uh, the I think it's the following week, maybe a little bit more than a week, uh, the Bobby Nichols Intercollegiate, and you host that in Sevierville, which I thought was interesting too, because there's well, there's some really good golf courses over there. But talk about some of the backing behind that. Obviously, you're honoring your former coach Bobby Nichols with that naming. Sure. Um, well, it just. I guess back in like 20, when I first got the job, I absolutely, I wanted to do a tournament in his name, but it, you know, it just took a couple of years to kind of get it going. And, um, we wanted to try to have it. I mean, certainly someday we hope to have it in Cookville, but, but that Sevierville golf club is a 36 hole facility. And we were able to have the, the women's teams play on the Highlands course and the guys play on the river. So we kind of knock it all out in one swoop. Yeah. And, um, just to honor Coach Nichols, I mean, we act, usually just about every year it falls on the anniversary of uh, Coach passing away, either in the days leading up or during the tournament or right after. So it's kind of kind of cool in a way how that worked out scheduling-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we originally went out there, um, the head golf professional general manager, Ashley Magaha, who was Ashley Bill, she played at Tech uh, before I went to Tech. I mean, she's since moved on to, to other things, but – it was a good connection to have to begin with. And um, I think this is our 11th year there. And uh, Kristen Valentine and her staff have been pretty good to us. And so, we're, you know, we're, we've, we've kept it going and uh, we're excited about this year. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a little warmer this year than it was last <laughs> year. But, hey, you know, you know, mid-March, you just really never know what you're going to get anywhere around this part. So It, it is it is a roll of the dice around here. You never you – know, it could be it yeah. could be 75 or 78 or right. it could be uh, 32 with flurries. So, we yeah. – uh, yeah, well, we we had that last year, a little 32, 33 with some flurries. Uh, we're, fingers crossed it's more uh, – I mean, I'd be happy with 40 degrees compared to last yes, year. Absolutely. So. Uh, yeah. We had a, we yeah. hosted a tournament. I work at Treveca in Sports Information. We hosted a tournament mm-hmm. at Old Hickory Country Club several times. Yeah. And I think it was April that this, this actually happened. I, I was out there, and it was a beautiful day and uh, in the morning, and by the afternoon it was cold and it was snowing. And I got, I got some great pictures <laughs> – of our golfers out there in the snow, but, uh, they, they were not happy with that. Uh, even though yeah, I did, I, we, we, uh, maybe we should have went into basketball where it's 72 <laughs> and, and no wind. So you, yeah. you know, David head and yes. Wilkins and all that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really, yep. really good people. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. They, they, you said that right. They're very, very good people. That's kind of like, and that's the golf community too, right? 
and uh, right. it, you you all know each other, and uh, and right. and obviously a lot of times play against each other and stuff like that. So uh, d- d- they do a really really good job. Uh, talk about this is something when I was looking at this, I thought you played at Tech and now you coach at Tech. How did, how does that has to be very make you very proud? Not only coaching the program that of, of someone that you respected a great deal and taken over for him, but uh, but talk about playing at your alma mater like that and, and continuing to. Uh, give back to kids, uh, young men and women? Um, nowhere else I'd rather be. I mean, this is, there's still a lot of days, 13 years later, that I can't believe this is my job. <laughs> um, it's just, um, you know, growing up in East Tennessee, I mean, in, in Kingston, I'm like, I, I, I love where I grew up, but I've actually been in Cobble now longer than I lived in Kingston. And, yeah. Um, you know, to be able to give back to a place that's given me so much, I'm sorry, that's given me so much, it's just been, um, I, there's just so many days where I'm just so thankful and appreciative of this opportunity, you know, and when Mark hired me, I was as green as that grass outside your studio. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, a lot to learn, and uh, I just, I look forward to what lies ahead. It's just, it's just been great to do this, and I just can't believe sometimes that I, this is still what I do, so. Well, you you grew up in a pretty good pretty good area too, and you got yeah. I know uh, noticed that you had your first job it was an apprenticeship at uh, Halston Hills Country Club. That's not a bad place to to go to work either, was it? <laughs> no, it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I think I was twenty four or twenty five then. I mean, sometimes I wonder how I would be being forty one working there now. I think I'd be a little. I think I'd do a little bit better than I did back then, <laughs> but. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, golf has just been such a huge part of my life. And Chris Dibble, who, who's still the head pro out there, actually ran into him the other day. And they were really good to me. And it was just – it was kind of – it was awesome to kind of see what it looked like on that side of the fence because, I mean, the golf business, I mean, it takes special people to work in that in that uh, area. And, uh, you know, Chris is one of them. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the time he let me work out there. Just, you know, just kind of steered me forward. There's still <laughs> some golf balls there that, that I hit and never found. So, or some, 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 somebody found him. Well, I mean, they, they may be pretty far under by now, but when you get back out there, I'll take, I'll take a look and see if I can find them for you. So one, one of many core, I don't play much anymore, but that's one of the many courses where I paid less than everybody else per stroke, uh, that day. So that's, that's the way I, that, I win in that, in that category. I played less uh, per go. stroke. What, what do you look for when you go out and recruit people? I looked at your, uh, looked at your roster. You got people, a lot of people from, uh, Tennessee and and really close by. What what do you look for in a golfer that you want to bring into Tech? We need um, just but besides of, besides a low handicap. Sure, I mean that goes without saying. Yeah. I mean they have. To, I mean, but I think um, our responsibility is to find uh, high character young men and women who can come in here and represent our university the right way on all platforms. You know, in the community, the classroom, on the golf course, and uh, just young men that are humble. Uh, willing to take coaching, you know, constructive criticism, and just are really very appreciative of just the opportunity to do this because, I mean, myself and every coach really in, in, in golf or any collegiate sport, we get so many emails, so many things for so many prospects. It's just so hard, you know, to, to sift through those and find the right person for the team. But um, got to be good at managing your time. We throw a lot at you, but just uh, high quality young men and women, blue collar kids that are going to 
go above and beyond what's required of them. I mean, that's, I know that's probably like a, you know, cookie cutter answer, but it's, it's true. And in golf, you know, you, you learn a lot about people. It's such an individual sport and just seeing how they react to adversity on the golf course and how they deal with things. I mean, we pay a lot of attention to that. I mean, shooting a score is only part, you know, it is a part of it, but just the way they carry themselves and conduct themselves, you know, it's huge. And that's a lot of stuff that we look at when we're recruiting. So if you, if you walked up to me on, uh, on the golf course and I, and I was hitting, uh, a, a wedge on a par three and I threw my golf club, my dad's nine iron in the pond. Would that, would that help me or hurt me in the recruitment process? Uh, I'd have the paperwork for you right away. No, I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be uh that'd be a quick trip for Polk. I'd probably be, uh, heading on back to Kilbo after that. If you were the person I'm there to watch, I don't really, you know, we're yeah. not going to waste our time with stuff exactly. like that. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but that's just, yeah, just, no, we, we don't need that. And then that, and that does matter. And that's, and that's, that's interesting. Those are, those are the things that, that coaches do look like, look at, uh, as, as being important. And as my dad, as my dad told me later, said, you're not good enough to throw a club. And, uh, so, so, and and that was a lesson learned, but sometimes those things happen, right. With, with, uh, young men and women out there on the course. But, um, that's something that's, uh, very interesting. Now I got, I got like two more things here. One one of them is, And this is a hard one, and and you can do more than one thing, but maybe one or two, just moments in time as as the coach there at Tennessee Tech that that you'll never forget. Oh, well, one of the first things that comes to mind is a couple of years ago when we, um, so we do match play at our conference championship. Now we play fifty four hole stroke, and then the top four go to match play. And so the first year we had match play, we were fortunate enough to make it to the finals. Um, unfortunately, we didn't we didn't win, but just that journey of uh, that week in Cape Girardeau to make it that far, and um, you know we won the stroke play portion by like five shots, and we hadn't done that since 1990. And then just just so happens, you know, it's the first year that we go to stroke play after that, but. You know, I wanted, I wanted, or I wanted match play, so you know, I'm glad, it, I'm mm-hmm. glad we had it. But yeah. just the memory of that, just the high pressure situation that those those young men were in. I mean, it was, you know, I hate that we weren't able to finish the job, but just um, going along for that ride and and um, being there with them through that, that was, it was bittersweet. I mean, it was awesome, but it was tough mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, uh, golly. That's a there's pretty good one. So you much. you can leave it there yeah. if you want to. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'll just say there's been so much that's happened, and um, you know, I think my other memory, one other thing that comes to mind is just you know the relationships that we get to build with these mm-hmm. these young men and women. I mean, it's you're not gonna, yeah, I mean, you coach so many of them. I mean, some of them you're gonna have probably closer relationships than others, but I can think of one uh, in particular where. Um, just how much our relationship evolved over the five years he was here. I mean, it, there was some tough sledding there for a while, but when he finished, like, I felt like we were closer than we'd ever been. And, um, you know, I think a lot, a lot of that kid, and uh, I'm just excited for what his future holds. Just to get that, build that relationship with him was, was pretty cool. So, You mentioned the uh, stroke and match play, and that's really something that's evolved in golf. I really like it as, as someone who mm-hmm. played golf, not particularly well, but I've been a fan of golf over, over my entire life, really. But how did, how did that change how you prepare and schedule? And, and we've got about a minute or so, but kind of 
run sure. through how, how maybe that changed how you set up your schedule, how you prepared your team for that. Right. So, I mean, we, we do play a match play event during the course of the year. So, uh, I mean, that is something that uh, we, we try now that we do that. We try to find at least one event a year where we're doing that besides conference. Should we have the opportunity to make it to, to that part of the event? Um, it's just, you know, the mindset and then you kind of have to, you kind of have to think about like who would be best matched up with who. I mean, it's just kind of, you don't really want to just throw them all out there and see what happens. You got to look at who your opponent is and kind of what their tendencies are and kind of what their level of player is and who you want to put against them, things like that. It's, 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 um, there's a little, it's more like a, a chess match really than just putting them out there and letting them play. So, but I like it. It's a nice wrinkle and, you know, it's, 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 I think the, the guys seem to really enjoy it, too. So, Well, hey, it's been it's been good to talk with you. Polk Brown, the head coach at Tennessee Tech, has been joining us. Uh, really enjoyed your conversation today. And uh, good luck the rest of the year and at the conference tournament down in uh, Muscle Shoals. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you guys.